everybody, it's PodQuest episode 220. Yeah! It's November 14th? No! Yes? Yes. Wait, yes. Don't, no. Don't confuse me. Um, no, it's Wednesday, November 14th, 2018. I am Chris. With me is Druton. I think I wrote the wrong date on some things at work today. It's possible. <laughs> Walnut's off throwing up or pooping or something. He said he's got food poisoning. Didn't ask which end. Both. It's always both. Uh, you never know. When in doubt, it's both. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so we are here. Um, probably going to be a short-ish episode, just late news week. I don't know about Drew, but I didn't really have time to do much. Nope. So, yeah. Yep. Um, but you know, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. Let's. Um, first news, sad news. Everyone's probably heard about it already, though. Uh, Stan Lee died on Monday. That he did. He was 95 years old. Yeah, definitely a sad piece of news. Yeah. I mean, I know in the last year and a half or so, mm-hmm. like he hasn't been in as good of health as previously. Like, he had stopped doing conventions, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, after, after some of the weird legal stuff that was going on around yeah. him sort of, like, went away... Um, he had posted a few videos on like his like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and stuff that were him, and he he just he sounded weak. I can imagine. Um, and I know like a few like comic industry people that were close with him had said that you know they had seen him, he was doing well, but you know get, I think he I think he had had pneumonia earlier this year, and like at ninety five, like ninety five is an incredibly long life. Yeah, he he was just just over a month away from ninety six. Uh, yeah. And I know his wife had passed away last summer, right? Twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. They'd been together for seventy years. Yeah. So I mean, I know that that had to have been tough to sort of, sort of like go day to day after seventy years of having somebody. Yeah, and that that is kind of a thing that happens a lot. You know, when yeah, you, like if a longtime spouse passes away, it seems like the other usually isn't too far behind. Yeah, exactly. You know, when they're in their 80s and 90s, like... Yeah, but, I I mean, he had one hell of a career. Oh, yeah. Um, And Marvel did come out and say that he had filmed a cameo for Avengers 4. Oh, that's good. I don't know if that's the last one he had filmed, because I know a a year or two ago, they had him, like, he just kind of filmed, like, six or seven of the cameos, sort of, probably not in the same day, but... You know, but yeah, w- within like a like a small time frame, just so they didn't he didn't have to keep coming out to these sets every time they were filming a movie. Makes sense. So I don't know. I'm assuming if he filmed one for Avengers, he probably also filmed one for Captain Marvel. Uh yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure there'll be some sort of like voiced animated role in uh, Spider Verse that comes out next month, actually. Uh, yeah, if so, that's that soon. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was actually I was looking at. IGN put up a list of every Marvel character he co-created. Oh, okay. Or, like, had some part in the creation of. And, like, I knew all the big ones. Like, the Spider-Mans, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, etc., etc. But it went, like... I didn't realize he's the guy that came up with Ego, the living planet. Or at least, like, one of of the guys that came up with. Mm -hmm. And, like, just some real obscure characters like that. Um... Yeah, like, comic books wouldn't exist in the form they were without him. Oh, absolutely not. And I mean, like, look, there's only a small handful of people that are in that that club. You have, like, like Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Joe Simon, Steve Ditko, uh, Bill Finger, 
Bob Kane, like, without those guys, like, we probably wouldn't have comic books. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jerry Siegel and Joel Schuster, the guys that made Superman, like, like he is kind of, Stanley is kind of part of that, like, pantheon of yeah. pop culture at this point, because uh, that stuff permeates mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, I'm sure if you asked anyone to name a person who created comics, like, Stanley is the first name anyone will say. Yeah. I did see on Twitter, I guess, I think it was DC posted, like, a uh, memorial thing for mm-hmm. him. And some douchebag had to go in there and make the comment of, you know, he didn't really create those characters. You should really be giving credit to... Like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, and it, that was just followed up by just hundreds of replies of that basically people telling that guy to go fuck himself, mm-hmm. which was like nice to see. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're gonna be that big of a dick, I'm glad that hundreds of people are calling you out on it. Yeah, because like it's one thing to do that when like everyone's well and good, but like literally it was the day he died. Come on, it's unnecessary. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be weird. Like. The next phase of Marvel movies is going to be the phase where you don't have that cameo to look for anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if they'll do them for for many movies, but at least the next one or two, I'm sure we'll have like the in in remembrance of like some sort of like tribute at mm-hmm. the end or something for them. And yeah. That's that's going to be weird. It's going to be very weird. Um, I know it's a shame Richie's not here, but I think it was 2012. Yeah, 2012. We went to Baltimore Comic Con. Okay, it was me, him, Eric um john scott actually because he was still talking to us at the time and i i know erica came with us i don't think audrey um and we went and the four of us had gotten um the the meet like the the photo op and autograph passes right for stanley mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where they had definitely sold more of them than they probably should have and the convention staff was basically making it a conveyor belt as much as they could it's like they just wanted you to like put your thing down and then step aside but like I know um I know Eric got up there and had immediately said something about can you sign it like everybody gets one or something like that. And like the guy from the convention is just like no 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 personalizations or no requests but like Stan did it for him. That's good. Yeah, and then we did we all had our individual photo ops and mm-hmm. then we also had a group photo op. Okay. Where um John had picked up a bunch of like the shitty Avengers toy costume stuff. So, like, the Mjolnir with, like, the little, like, helmet thing. Right, right. Um, a cap shield with, like, a half mask. Like, um, the big Hulk gloves. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think the last thing was just, like, a bow and arrow set. Like, a Hawkeye bow and arrow set. Okay. So, like, we took, we did a group picture, too, where we all were wearing that stuff with him. Nice. Which, that was, that was a cool thing. I have them somewhere. Like, I think I, I think I have them both in just, like, a tube at home. Because there's no place else to really put them at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, for, like, everything... It was a shame that they had it as such, like, a just, like, get in here and then move along thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was still one of those, like, experiences that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame that, like, no one else will ever have those experiences again. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's always weird to try and segue away from stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm that certainly going to try. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 15 is a game. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, uh, I haven't. What, what is um, what, what is it? It's not... In all seriousness, did you play it? No, I didn't. Right. I, I'm a, a fully aware of what yeah, it is, though. But. I, I know that, but I couldn't remember if you had had dabbled in it or not. I, I played the one demo at one point, but that okay. was it. The Carbuncle one? Or the other one? The other one. Uh, so, it, not a bad game. I wouldn't call it a good Final Fantasy. 
Sure. But it was I I mean I I played the whole thing and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um no one I know who has played it didn't like it. So, yeah. yeah. It seemed fine. It does not rate up there with my favorite Final Fantasy. Sure. But you know, it I enjoyed it enough to I think I played I guess it was like a 30 hours to get through the story or so and I okay. did that. Um so that came out in 2015. This mm-hmm. time of year 2015, I believe. Right. Wow, has it really been three fucking years already since that game came out? Has it? Was it 2015? No way, it was... Tw- I think it was... I'm almost positive it was 2015. Now that I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm, like, second-guessing myself. I, no, I feel it was... Couldn't have been that long ago. I'm Googling it. 2016. All right, so it's only two years old. All right. You know what? Metal Gear was 2015. Yes. Um. Yeah, so it came out in 20, 2016, this time of year, and they just... They kept announcing DLC for it. I think they've had four or five DLC that have released so far, and they had four more announced. There was um three for your your hero characters, let's call them. It mm-hmm. was it was one for Noctis, one for Luna Freya, who was like the female lead, even though she wasn't really in the game at all. Okay. Um, and then Ariana, which was another like prominent female character whose name I probably just mispronounced because it's been two years since I've heard it. Sure. Um, and then the the fourth one was Arden, which was like the main the main antagonist of the game, and his was supposed to be like a prequel. Right. So all of them are canceled except for Arden. Okay. Um, Arden is still coming out in March. Um, but also Tabata has left Square Enix. Right. So that he was the director he picked up from um. Oh, God, who is the Kingdom Hearts director? I don't know. <sighs> Hang on. I'm I, I'm, I'm looking. No, I'm not, because my tablet is not on wireless here. Oh, all right. Fine. I'll look. <laughs> King. Um, God, it's one of those names where you're going to see it, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that fucking guy. Is it the director I'm looking for? The director for Kingdom Hearts. Because he was also originally the director for Final Fantasy XV. Um, Tabata took over after he stepped down in, like, 2014, I think. I may have just made that date up, though. Um, well, you're looking that up, though. Yeah, so he's leaving after... I want to say it was earlier this year or late last year. Square Enix and he had, like, created, like, a separate studio to work on new AAA titles. And now he's just out of the company entirely. Tetsuya Nomura. Nomura. That's who I couldn't remember. So he was originally the director for 15, all the way back to when it was versus 13. And then uh, Tabata took over. But yeah, so that whole game kind of cycle is coming to an incredibly fast halt now Mm -hmm. um because i mean they had i think those four dlcs were supposed to release over the course of 2019 uh so now i don't know what big title square enix has at this point in the near future because apparently tomb raider didn't perform the way they wanted which is why it's on hiatus after the shadow Mm -hmm. um they don't have any final fantasy stuff announced and they just canceled all the dlc they had announced did they do they own avalanche Avalanche is who makes um, Just yes. Cause, right? Yeah. So they have Just Cause 4. I can't think of any other... I mean, they have The Quiet Man. I, I mean, Kingdom Hearts comes out in January. Oh, yeah, fuck. That game's going to be... Final a- Fantasy VII Remake is Never theoretically coming a thing. out. It's ne- Do you not remember last week? They're literally making it take longer by adding in all the compilations. That is what's going... I mean, that is not confirmed, but that's what's going to happen. They don't want to release that game, so they're never going to release it. Um, but it's kind I mean, of a- that's what Nomura is working on. He's on FF7 remake. Oh, is he? I thought he was on nope. Kingdom Hearts. Nope. Did he step down from Kingdom Hearts too? No, he is not on Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, 
All right, yeah, I just I got everyone confused then. Uh, he did one and two, but he was on Final Fantasy fifteen, and then when he got taken off of that, he uh took over the FF seven remake. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, so moving on, Spider Man. Excuse me. Second DLC is coming up soon. They officially announced the date. Um, it's going to release on November twentieth. So okay. next week, I believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be next week. Yep. Uh, right before Thanksgiving, which is cool. Like, mm-hmm. gives people a thing to play when they don't want to deal with their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also announced that there's going to be three new suits coming with it, just like the previous one. Oh, cool. Uh, I mean, spoilers if you care, but it's going to be the Iron Spider armor, which from the picture looks like the Iron Spider from the co- the Civil War era comics. Okay. Um, a Spider armor Mark One, which. Looks kind of like a. It's a black suit that almost looks like it's got like. Do you know, you know who the Shocker is? Yeah. You know how he's got that like quilted look to him. Yes. So it almost looks like it has that look, but all black. And then there's a Spider Clan suit, which is taken from the manga verse, okay. which I'm not familiar with, but I do know that there's like a line of Marvel like mangas that I guess that's where this suit's from. It it looks kind of like what you'd expect like a ninja in training would wear. With, like, wrapped up hands, like, instead of, um, gloves. Interesting. Yeah. But the first DLC was a lot of fun. It was super short, but well worth it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the second episode is. Just because, especially with how the first one left off, it left off on quite a cliffhanger. And I know, uh, Hammerhead is supposed to be the the antagonist of this one, which, he's an interesting character. Um, he's very, he's very focused on, like, the mob being the, the... The big bads again, kind of like the way they were in like the 40s and 50s. But he's got like a big metal plate in his head, so he runs into things with his head. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a comic book character, all right. <laughs> Yo, that Spider Clan an- uh, costume is anime as fuck. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm looking at the image of the three costumes, and the two uh, uh, armor ones look like, you know, metallic and look like from a modern video game. And then. The uh, the Spider Clan one just straight looks anime. Well, like you, it looks out of place. You have seen the cell shaded one, right? The cartoon suit. Uh, uh, no, I I haven't seen oh. anything really other than the main suit for. So that one of the suits that you unlock in the game is a it's the animated series suit, but I think it's the seventies or eighties animated series suit. Okay, um, that when you're in the game, it's like a cell shaded suit in this realistic world. It is. It is simultaneously the coolest thing to see and super, super weird. But yeah, so new, more Spider-Man DLC next week. Uh, this week was, all, or I guess this week past weekend was also Microsoft's XO 2018. Right. Did you watch any of that? No. Me either. <laughs> Apparently it, it wasn't bad from what I hear, but at least like their keynote thing wasn't anything particularly special. Yeah. Um, I have a few notes jotted down about it. Um, I, I think the biggest thing they announced was they are, they're acquiring two more studios. Mm-hmm. One of them being Obsidian, which had been rumored for a few weeks now. Yeah. And is now official. Um, and the other one is In Exile Entertainment, which I'm not familiar with, but it's Obsidian's cool. And In Exile is also like a, a studio that has done RPGs. So these two studios are kind of bolstering their ability to make role playing games, which is something that has always been lacking on the Microsoft platforms. Outside of, like, the big, like, Mass Effects and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. there hasn't been a good Mass Effect since 2012, and people will argue if that one was good. Uh, 
Game Pass is also getting more games over mm-hmm. the next couple months, uh, including PUBG, Ori in the Blind Forest, and the sequel, um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, cool. And like, the, I believe there's 16, there's 16 games that they're saying are coming. They just haven't announced what all 16 are yet. But PUBG coming to it for people that want to try that out that haven't, mm-hmm. that don't want to just play Fortnite, which is all, all uh, Fortnite's free. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, can play that for $10. Um, Crackdown finally has a release date that'll probably get pushed back again. <laughs> February 15th, 2019. What is that? A week and a half before every other game. Oh, before Gamepocalypse. Yeah. Like, that's a bad place to release a game like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, they should have pushed that game to April. So they should have put that game out three years ago. <laughs> I mean, that too. But, you know, like, at this point, push it back two more months. Like, get it out of that window of every other major game. Because you have... Kingdom Hearts and something else are coming out at the end of January, and then every other game is coming out at the end of February. Like, there is no time for people to play Crackdown. Uh, so, the Resident Evil 2 remake is January 25th. Right. Kingdom Hearts is January 29th. Uh, Anthem, Metro... Anthem and Metro Exodus are February 22nd, and that... Okay, that's the only two listed confirmed oh, here right, on this Oh, right, because Days Gone got moved already. GameSpot article? I forgot that Days Gone moved. Yeah, I think that was the other one, really. But still, that's that's a lot of games that people are more interested in than Crackdown. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are just hesitant. There are people that are excited for Crackdown, but I think a lot of people are a little more lukewarm on it since it got delayed so much. Like, a lot of, a lot of outlets were just expecting it to be canceled outright. Because it had just gotten... But it had the scale-bound treatment going. Like, delay after delay until finally it was just kind of over. Mm-hmm. Um... I mentioned, where was I? Oh, so I just thought this one was kind of interesting. Keyboard and mouse support is coming to Xbox with Fortnite before Mm -hmm. going on to other games, assumingly. So, like, that's, I don't know. I I think it's weird to have consoles support keyboard and mouse, but at the same time, it makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely weird because the default controls are a controller. Yeah. And especially for a competitive game like Fortnite or... You know, if PUBG winds up supporting it or whatever, is going to create an imbalance. So that'll be interesting how they handle that. Agreed. Agreed. And the last thing I have from XO, um, they are adding the trio of Final Fantasy 13 titles to backwards compatibility. Right. Which I only mentioned that because Final Fantasy 15 just had all of their extra content canceled. Mm-hmm. And I never played Lightning Returns, which was the third one. But, like, the first two are actually decent times. Like, a lot of people had issue with 13 just for how linear it was. But I actually enjoyed it. Like, it was actually less enjoyable when it went open world because then, like, it felt like there were just longer gaps of nothing happening. But, like, the overall story of that game was fun. And 13-2, while not, while story-wise wasn't great, I think the mechanics, they, they tweaked the battle system in, like, a really cool way that made it a lot more fun. Because that, did you play 13? No. 13 had the cool thing where you could just change characters, um, like, uh, roles, like, mid-fight. Okay. Um, so, like, I, I think every character had, like, two or three roles that they could play. So, like, you could take a character from, like, being, like, a healer to, like, a damage dealer to a tank. If I remember correctly, that's how it worked. It wasn't as, like, intuitive and quick in 13, but in 13-2, they made it much more just streamlined. Interesting. So, like, because in 13-2, you only had two main characters, 
and then you had Pokemon to assist you. <laughs> okay. So, like, you, you basically captured your enemies, and they fought beside you. All right. Similar to what uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D did. Okay. Where it was... Goofy and Donald weren't in that. You were either you were either awake as Riku or awake as Sora, and you ran around with a bunch of monsters. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the Final Fantasy XIII games were, were cool. Like, they're worth checking out if you didn't. And now they're backwards compatible. And super cheap, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Um... PUBG, which we've mentioned a couple times already, mm-hmm. finally coming to PS4. Mm-hmm. Have any intention of getting it? Probably not. Didn't think so. Uh, uh, if it had come out on PS4 six months ago, probably. But I've played uh, the Blackout mode in Black oh, Ops 4, right. and that's probably <laughs> like a better experience on console. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're probably not wrong. Uh, well, PUBG is coming December 7th. It's going to be somewhere between 30 and $60, depending on, like, what version of the game you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the base game is twenty nine ninety nine, and then depending on if you want in-game coins or a survivor pass, it could go up to $60. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure there are people that are excited for that, that maybe, like, I'm not just, like... I thought that game looked interesting at first, but it's one of those things where, like, I would never spend money to play it, because it... I'd play it once and then never touch it again. Uh, but I'm sure the people that don't like Fortnite and don't want to play a Call of Duty game for sixty dollars, mm-hmm. so a thirty dollar battle royale is probably right up their alley. Well, the other, I mean, there's, then there's also H1Z1, which that's free, isn't it? Yes, it's a hundred percent free. You don't even need PS Plus to play it online. Really? Yep. Huh. Uh, so, like, you know, they do their battle pass, and it has a separate tier for if you have PS Plus. Like, it's a three-tiered battle pass thing in there, so it's just the flat standard, then their paid battle pass, and then the PS Plus battle pass. So, I mean, like, I way prefer H1Z1 to Fortnite. Uh, It's just a more realistic style game, and there's more tension in it, I feel, because it's got that dark, realistic feel to it, and it has a... So originally when it came out on PS4, it was always this cloudy, foggy map. And since then, they've added in, like, different times of day. So sometimes it'll be clear and sunny, and you can see further better. And then sometimes it'll be that, still be that foggy, and your draw distance is shorter. And okay, then there's, that like, is, that uh, is actually kind of cool. Then there's, like, a sunset where it's clear, but there's a little more shadows. So it's different. Then Fortnite just always looks the same. Yeah. And has that cartoony. Which, I mean, like, people like that, that style. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily dislike the Fortnite style. I've just never had any desire to really play it. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably be really bad at it because I don't get the whole building thing. Yeah. No, the building is really difficult on controller. Yeah. I mean, just in general, like, I'm not, I don't like building things in games. Like, I'm not like a, build your like and i not even just like construction wise like those things are really just to like build out a base and like mm-hmm. furnish it and like i skip that in mm-hmm. every game i i do like the one required tutorial and i never touch it again yeah so but uh speaking and- speaking of building though um GameSpot did their extra life thing over the weekend okay they did like 72 hours uh-huh um they have a uh a minecraft server up the whole time okay that people can just log into and do stuff the crazy artwork that people build in minecraft is insane yeah like they had these huge like there was a, a goten and a trunks um like fighting 
What? There was a Master Chief. There was a Snorlax, a Rowlet, a Pikachu, um, just all sorts of stuff. And it's like you, they had the way that they had their stream laid out was like they had like their main screen, like their main cameras mm-hmm. showing whatever they're playing. And then two small cameras, one that was showing like the people sitting on the couch and one that was showing the Minecraft server. Mm-hmm. So like you could literally sit there and watch as like someone started this thing and then like within an hour had this fully fleshed out like art that they made out of just blocks in a fucking video game. It was neat. Yeah. Um, so Prima Games is going out of business after over 28 years. If you're, if you're not familiar, they make strategy guides. Which are a thing people don't buy anymore because of the internet. Yeah, it's a thing people haven't bought for a long time because of the internet. Yeah, like, so you figure 2007 and 8 when I was at GameStop. Uh huh. GameStop. Um, I don't think I ever sold more than maybe a dozen strategy guides in a year and a half. I don't know if in four years working at GameStop I sold a dozen strategy guides. Yeah, like, there, you had a few people that would buy them out of, like, collector mentality yeah. when they had, like, a new game. Mm-hmm. But I never had a person come in and just buy a strategy guide. Yeah. Um, occasionally people would come in and flick through them and ask if they needed them, and my answer would always be, like, not not really. Do you have the internet? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, even at that point, like, GameFAQs had been around... For a long-ass fucking like time. Like, a decade at that yeah. point before, like, by the time I was working at GameStop, like, you, you really didn't. And now... Like GameFAQs is still around, but I don't know if you ever if you ever look. Um, IGN does really good wiki guides. Yeah, I use theirs every now yeah. and then because theirs is nice because it's it's a little more searchable and stuff than yeah. GameFAQs is. Like the people that do the GameFAQs guides do a really nice job and they tag things so that you can search them. But IGN actually has it built into their CMS, so you can actually like click on drop downs and expand mm-hmm. things and yeah. nest things, and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, n- they're. I, in recent years, I know they had been trying to make the books more like a collector's item with like mm-hmm. artwork and all sorts of cool stuff. But who was what was it? Brady Games or the other one? Right? Yeah, they have uh, they have gone out of business. Oh fuck! Yeah, I haven't thought about Brady Games in forever. Because I think Brady Games is who did most of like the Final Fantasy strategy guides and stuff. Yo, you know when fu- the strategy guides got fucking weird was the Final Fantasy Nine strategy guide. I have that. I have. I, I want to say I have eight, nine, and ten. So I'm pretty sure it's nines where there are chunks of it that you have to go online for. I honestly I don't remember. Like there are chunks of it telling you to go to the go, like go to this website and find like I think it's go to their play online website and here's this little blurb for this boss or whatever. I believe it's it. It's a fucking real weird strategy guide. I'll have to see if I can find it and see if that's if that's the case or not. Um, so you probably didn't watch it, but by chance, did you watch the Detective Pikachu trailer? You know, yes, I actually did. But hold on, before we go to movies, there is one more game news that happened today. Okay, I, didn't get I must have missed to put it. it on the, well, I don't know if you would have even cared, uh, but um, Petroglyph Games announced and. Uh, who Petroglyph is, is the a studio made out of the ashes of Westwood. The people who made Command & Conquer, they are remastering the original Command & Conquer, the original Red Alert, and the expansions for those games. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. They just started production on them. So it's going to be a while. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of, like, all exactly what is going into it, but 
this just got announced today that, hey, EA and essentially the studio that created Command & Conquer are remastering the original Command & Conquers. So, that'll be cool. Yeah, that is actually pretty cool. Um, didn't, didn't the Command & Conquers have FMV? Yeah, they fucking did. I hope they do those. I, I wonder how the footage on those is, and if they can just use the same footage. I mean, it's probably standard def, so probably not. Yeah, I mean, who knows exactly, like... But imagine if they just got the same people to come back and redo the scenes. Well, fucking, like, Tim Curry is in the original command, uh, is in the original Red Alert, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. I'm I'm pretty sure. I didn't know they had actual people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played them, so... Oh, man, you you should play the original Red Alert. (laughs) I'm bad at those games, so it was one of those things I never really, like, invested time into. Uh, I'm, pretty... I'm older, I might, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tim Curry is in the original Red Alert. Or, no, um, oh, that's the Red Alert 3. Is that the Red Alert 3 cast? He's fucking definitely in a Red Alert, but I'm pretty sure he was in the original Red Alert. Alright, yeah, here's the IMD. Because, like, so... And they even eventually... Uh, spoiler for the very end of a 25-year-old game or whatever, 20-something-year-old game. They actually tie Red Alert back into the base Command & Conquer universe in the ending for the Russians. Are they supposed to be separate? Uh, well, so, the Tiberium games happen in, like, the future. Red Alert is happening in an alternate history, like, 19, it's supposed to be, like, the 50s, I want to say, where, um, Einstein had created a time machine and went back in time and killed Hitler. (laughs) Wasn't Einstein alive before that? Einstein's around in World War II. Oh, so you're st- talking like he created one in the World War II era. And yeah, went back. like World War II happens, but then he builds the time machine to go back and kill Hitler and stop World War II from ever happening. Oh, okay. For some reason in my mind when you said that, I was thinking like a modern day sort of thing went back in time and killed Hitler, not, oh yeah, 1947 he went back in time and killed Hitler. Yeah, no, no, no. He, like, in that time... Because it's got... Stalin is the head of Russia, and, you know, it's got... I don't know if who is the head of the Americans or whatever in there. But, um, but yeah, the whole thing is that they went back and killed Hitler, but now the Russians have way taken over because they didn't get fucked up by Germany in World War II. So it's kind of like Risk. A little bit. But, uh... Alright, what's the fucking cast? This is not actually going to show. Here we go. All casting. But so at the very end of it in the Russian campaign, uh, Kane, the main villain or the head of the Brotherhood of Nod in the Tiberium games, kills Stalin. And that's like the setup for the Brotherhood of Nod, even though that would make Kane by the time the Tiberium games come around in the, in his hundreds, probably. But that's a whole thing that's been questioned about Kane throughout the whole franchise anyway is how maybe old he is. he is Kane from Kane and Abel. Yeah, that is what is implied at times. Uh, maybe Tim Curry is in the later Red Alerts. But yeah, no, like, the later games get, like, real... A, a lot of crazy, like, cameos, basically. Because it was, what, like, the early 2000s were the last Command and Conquer? Like, maybe, like, 0203? <sighs> no, a little later than that. Was it? Is for Command and Conquer 3. So I, I know that they were released on, like, Xbox. Maybe Xbox 360? Yeah, yeah Command & Conquer 3 is on 360. Okay. I, I so, remember them yeah. being on the shelves in the stores. Mm-hmm. 
So it's around there. And then Command and Conquer 4 was terrible. No one talks about that. I honestly didn't know there was a Command yeah, there, and Conquer 4. Yeah, there was four. a 4. Uh, Twilight. Yeah, Tiberium Twilight was the last one. That sounds like a Star Wars title. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, in Tiberian Sun has James Earl Jones as the head of the GDI. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, like, the Red Alert games got, like, Tim Curry and Ric Flair and <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Like, <laughs> a fucking weird cast. That is... That is a weird cast. Yeah, exactly. This new setup is working surprisingly well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect it to. Don't move that leg. No, my leg actually is. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, no, the the table is just... It, just it, open enough. Yeah, and then it's leaning against the the, yeah. the couch, so... Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Science. But yeah, so Command & Conquer 1, Red Alert 1, and their expansion getting 4K remasters. So I... I Probably 2020 at the earliest. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, do you think there'll be console releases or just PC uh, releases? Probably just PC. Although now, if you know, they're putting keyboard and mouse support on the consoles. Well, I think. I mean, the original Command and Conquer was on PlayStation oh, so, One. Oh, true. Yes. And I mean, that didn't even have analog sticks. Nope. I. Mm, I think there was a mouse that you could buy. You to could. Play. That yeah, I, I, you could buy a mouse for it, but like if 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 they could make that game work with a D pad, oh yeah, like I'm sure they can make it work with modern controllers where the you know half the controller is a touch screen mm-hmm. and so actually the Switch would probably be a really cool place for that, yeah, assuming it could handle it. I mean, depending exactly what they do with it, yeah, who knows? But so how about that Detective Pikachu? Okay, yeah, Detective Pikachu was actually kind of all right. Yeah, who would have thought that Nintendo? Would be able to make such a good-looking horror movie. <laughs> like that thing is full of nightmare fuel, but in the yeah, best way. Yeah, kinda. Like there, is, you should never take a cartoon and make it look real because the real thing is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like Mister Mime. Mister Mime should not be in the real world. That thing is a fucking abomination. Oh yeah, Mister Mime was terrifying. <laughs> but that scene was great. He he mimes Pikachu to shove it and then puts up a light screen in front of him. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was I was on the bandwagon that Detective Pikachu should have been Danny DeVito, but I gotta say Ryan Reynolds as Detective P- Detective Pikachu, it's kind of just like if Deadpool got like body swapped. Yeah, and I'm I think I'm all right with that. I, yeah, no, I'm okay with it, especially because anytime that I, I hope that they keep up the gag of. Anytime they show him interacting with other people, all you hear is Pika Pika. Because I thought that was actually pretty funny. Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize the... I mean, I didn't know anything about the game going into the trailer for the movie. I just thought it was a... Uh, I just thought Pikachu talked, kind of like Meowth does in the cartoon. I didn't realize it was just this one random kid could, for whatever reason, understand a Pikachu. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had I no clue about the game plot. Yeah. But I mean, it, it it's got like a cast... To an extent, too. I mean, you have Ryan Reynolds doing the voice for Pikachu. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but the the opening of the trailer, there's the voiceover talking. I'm pretty sure that was Bill Nye, hmm. who is Davy Jones and Scrimgeour in um, Harry Potter. Not that you would know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know the the like old cop, Asian cop guy that's talking to like the main kid at the beginning of the the trailer. He has been in a bunch of stuff too. I just can't think of his name. So like, I don't know. That might actually be an interesting movie. I guess it's kind of like a buddy cop movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on how the, the 
fuzzy Pikachu. Honestly, I don't mind that so much. Um, the fuzzy Jigglypuff. Yeah, was... the fuzzy Jigglypuff was a little weird. I don't think I ever considered Jigglypuff to be a fuzzy thing. No, and like I like even though Pikachu is not drawn with hair, you have to assume like he's a mouse. He he's furry. His skin isn't yellow and brown. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I just always assumed Jigglypuff was just kind of smooth. And to see it kind of like with the ruffly hair was weird. Psyduck too. Like I feel like they're supposed to be feathers, but it, he looked fuzzier than he did feathery. Mm-hmm. So the guy who they hired to do the designs for the Pokemon has actually been doing like realistic looking Pokemon designs on his own for years now. Oh, because you know what? I've seen those before, like like the the drawings. Mm-hmm. And it's that guy is doing. Well, I was about to say, like a lot of the a lot of the designs they have in the movie look like those drawings. So I just assumed somebody from the development of the movie like saw them and just kind of like went with those. I didn't realize they actually hired the guy who had been drawing them. Yeah, no, they hired him. Turns out he also, oddly enough, he works at Ubisoft. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. He's a, a concept artist at Ubisoft San Francisco. Well, I mean, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I am strangely interested in this movie. But yeah, same. Like, I wouldn't have expected to be. No, I mean, the last time they made a good Pokemon movie was like 1999 or 2000. 2000. Pokemon the movie 2000. The Power of One was the last good Pokemon. Sure. Like, Spell of the Unknown was alright. Like, it, 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 it had like the legendary dog, it had all the unknown, had Charizard flying in to save the day. So, this next one, I don't... I can't actually read the article now, because apparently none of my tabs loaded when I opened them. Nice. And I'm too lazy to get onto your Wi-Fi. Um, so, apparently, TV has lost over a million subscribers. Interesting. So, like, you, you know, your Comcast, your Verizons, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I would argue it's because those companies are fucking thieves, and fuck you out of your money, and no one wants to pay them for things that they can get cheaper with better quality. Mm-hmm. Like... Because I, I think, like you said before, like the only reason that you really like keep cable is mostly for like sports, right? Yeah, and after having looked at like what is offered out there, I would actually wind up paying more. Yeah, because you, especially with those sports packages, like mm-hmm. they end up being costly, especially if you because like you actually watch all of the sports. Yeah, pretty like, much. If you were just in the football, it wouldn't be that bad because like you could just get like NFL Red Zone and kind of be set. But, like, between that and MLB Network and hockey and... Mm -hmm. Does lacrosse ever get televised? Uh, They have a deal with a streaming service for this upcoming season. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Bleacher Report Live, which is owned by Turner. Is that, like, a thing you have to sign up for, or is Mm -hmm. it... Oh, that sucks. Do do they at least stream all the games? Uh, I believe, yeah, every single game will be on there. That's cool. So, at least, like... Because I know you have season tickets for the Wings, so... Mm -hmm. At least if, um... If they're away games, you can still see what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it it makes it has to make make these companies like wonder why people don't want to do business with them anymore. But it also kind of makes me nervous because like especially with like net neutrality gone, like that just opens it up for scuzzy companies like Comcast to just start fucking with people's internet and doing these like really bad a la carte like, "Oh yeah, if you want to watch YouTube videos, you're going to pay us an extra $60 a month. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's fucked up. Because like, at that point, it's like, I'll just never watch television again, I guess. Because I don't think there's a, there, there's anything in the world that could get me to pay Comcast another dime for their TV service. Yeah. I'd probably pay Verizon at this point. Like, 
they have not lied to me the way Comcast <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, like if anything, if we did anything, it would be switching from Comcast to Verizon. Do they offer it in your? In yeah, Siri? I can get FiOS if I wanted. Yeah, like it, if FiOS was in my area, I definitely would switch to it. Maybe at this point, I probably wouldn't switch to it for cable just because, like, we're actually. I mean, it's been like three months, and I don't miss having cable. Like, there are very few times where we're looking for something to watch and can't find something on what's available on, like, either like on like Hulu or Netflix or just on YouTube TV. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like straight up, if we cut the cord, I just I wouldn't even get a streaming service. You would just get like the sports packages and call it a day. Yeah, th- maybe like I'd get NFL when for the three months I need that, and kind of <laughs> that would probably be it. That would probably be the one benefit to it is you don't actually need all of those sports things all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I guess is hockey the longest. <laughs> uh, baseball's really the longest. Yeah, but I mean, hockey goes September to June. Baseball really just goes April to October. Well, uh, yeah, maybe the NHL season runs actually longer. I think baseball has more games, though. Baseball definitely has more. Okay. I thought so, but it's one of those that's like, now I'm not sure, because they there are a lot of hockey games in a season. Yeah, it's uh, 82 in the NHL, 162 in baseball. Is it really only 82? Yep. I feel like it should be more than that. <laughs> no. I guess, you know what, but, like, they don't play series the way baseball no, does. No, yeah. Like, uh, baseball plays almost every single goddamn day. Yeah. From April to sep- to September. Because yeah, it's usually, like, three games, maybe a break, and then three games, and then maybe a break. Yeah, and- like, you'll the, they play, like, five games a week. At, yeah. At least. <laughs> Which is, that's that's insane. Especially when you get, like, into, like, those days where, like, there was a rain delay, so now you're playing a double header. Like, good luck. Yeah. You, you get a two-hour break. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what was next on this list? I closed it, and I don't know why. Good job. So, Disney. Disney. Plus. They make, they make, <laughs> they make decisions. Uh-huh. Um, there's gonna be a Loki show on Disney Plus, the streaming service. But why not? Um, it's gonna have Tom Hiddleston. So, like, that's kinda cool, I guess. Like, he plays that character Fucking well. better have had him. Um... And I guess there were there were also talks in a Scarlet Witch, Falcon, and Winter Soldier series. Okay, um, but I feel like this is this is just like the DC stuff where they're going in and they're like, all right, well, we're going to make original content on these characters. But like honestly, like the Marvel TV stuff hasn't been great to begin with. Like Agents of Shield, like got better, but it took a season to get better like it didn't get good until the hydra stuff happened Mm -hmm. the first half of the first season was pretty garbage and uh i don't know i just like their netflix stuff is is decent but like the second season of every show suffered except for iron fist iron fist got better so they canceled it because that makes fucking sense yeah i just i don't know and i also i mean do you have any intent on signing up for disney plus unlikely me too so it's like one more thing it's like Great, you're going to have these shows that are tied into your cinematic universe that millions of people won't watch because nobody wants another streaming service for $10 a month. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a shame. It's a shame. Put that shit on Netflix. Every, excuse me. Everybody already has a Netflix account. Yeah, but they're just trying to kill Netflix. I mean, yes, this is true. Um, anyway, the, the last thing is Breaking Bad. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Only a little bit. It's a good show. So I've heard. Um, I can I, just, I didn't dislike what I've seen of it. I just 
it's definitely one of those shows where if you go in too too much with the hype of it, like I could definitely see it letting you down. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're making a movie, like a TV movie. Okay. That's going to follow Jesse, Aaron Paul's character, after the end of the series. Okay. Um, Brian Cranston may or may not be involved. They don't. They haven't announced that yet. Um, Aaron Paul is signed on for it. I t- fucking hope he is. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, We're going to make the, a TV movie about this character, but not have the person who played that character play that character. The TV networks will do weird shit to make a buck. You're not wrong. But so my problem with this is... AMC is now going this route of let's take our popular television content and just make TV movies to make people to make us more money. Uh huh. Like they're doing three movies for The Walking Dead. Now they're doing a Breaking Bad one. I guess maybe Mad Men is next. We'll see how Don Draper got along five years later. Probably. Like AMC does a good job with original content for the most part. Like Walking Dead was really good for for quite a few seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad was a great show. Better Call Saul is arguably better than Breaking Bad. Um, like, stick to that. Just keep coming up with interesting concepts for new shows. Don't make fucking movies off shows that are over or that are dying a slow, agonizing death the way Walking Dead is. But, the, but they gotta get that money. Yeah, it's and, just... And milk it for every last fucking glimmer of nostalgia anyone has for it. It's just the worst. Uh, I don't disagree. Granted, like, to be fair, like, this could actually be decent, um... Just because, like, the show ended, like, it was a planned ending, but the ending was kind of abrupt. Like, you, there was no closure to it. Okay. So, like, it'll be nice to see if, like, Jesse's story, like, turned out good or turned out garbage. Okay. But yeah. that's about it. And that's actually all the news, unless you had anything else I missed. Nope. All right. Uh, we already talked about this at the beginning, but did you do much this week? Not really. Uh, just had a busy week. You know, played some H1Z1. And some Overwatch, but that's about it. I do want to get back into Overwatch. I keep thinking about it, but... I, I'd gladly play Overwatch with you, or H1... If you wanted to try H1Z1 and do duos with me. See, I don't know if I if I would get into that. Like, I fucking... I got my first solo win in H1Z1. Congratulations. So I got that trophy. And I got... So there's a trophy for getting a kill in solos with either an exploding barrel or blowing up a car. And then there's a trophy for getting a solo win and i don't know so it was down to me and the last one person he was driving around uh one of the big like army apcs and he had gotten out and was shooting at me i threw a frag grenade at the apc and that blew up and killed him but i don't i didn't get credit for the getting the kill with the vehicle blowing up so i don't know if actually the vehicle blew up and that's what killed him, or if the grenade blew up and that's what killed him, or if they counted it as the grenade blowing up kill and not the car explosion kill, even if it was the car explosion that killed him. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. Does that but game have, I, like, a platinum, or does it just have a bunch of trophies? I forget if it has a platinum or not, but it has a bunch of trophies that, you know, every once in a while I work on trying to get. Trophies can be fun sometimes. Like, there was one for getting, like, five kills with the pistols in solo so there were a couple games where i was intentionally just landing running grabbing a pistol and then just seeking out any other player just and trying to kill them was it the five pistol. kills in a single game no it was just five total kills oh okay five in a single game with the pistol would suck <laughs> so does that do the same thing as like PUBG, where you don't start with any weapons right yeah you drop in with nothing 
Although, unlike PUBG, you can't even punch. Like, there is no melee, which kind of sucks. So, like, if just nobody got guns, there's no way to attack. Right. That's kind of shitty, because, like, I don't know, an all-punching match could be fun. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's... So, it puts in an an animation where you, like, put your hands up in a fighting stance, but then you can't punch. Like, so, I don't know if... They planned to put it in ever or what? They they just they forgot and <laughs> then they released the game and it was too late and they were like oh fuck whatever they they, they don't want to go go through recertification with Sony so increase the gun spawns <laughs> but yeah I mean you're rarely at a loss for a gun there is random spawns of for shit everywhere that game didn't originally have a battle royal mode right no it was wasn't it originally more like a survival yep. mode yeah which I think that game still also exists. I'm pretty sure it does. I think it's called Just Survive now. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And then that was all based off of America's Army? Uh, I think America's Arma. Army? Arma. Right, right. It's, they're like Arma 2 mods or something uh, yeah. like that. So I think America's Army was something else. Yeah. Uh, unlike PUBG or Fortnite or the Call of Duty Blackout mode, you don't come in on a plane or something and choose where you drop. Like, you just load in dropping already. Oh. So, it's a completely random spawn. And that's actually kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It, like, you're... It takes away a little bit of the strategy, but mm-hmm. I guess it makes it a little more random for everybody. Yeah. It's definitely way... I mean, it's way, way more random. You don't... It, like, I've... In the few matches playing Blackout, like, 75 of the 80 people jump out in the first, like, three seconds. And it's like, all right, well... They're all in, like, this area. So I'm going to ride this for, like, you know, 40 more seconds and then jump out away from all you fuckers. Mm -hmm. Let you kill yourselves and then just kind of, like, swoop in and take out the stragglers. Or, and you know, or just wait and go all the way to the end and let it drop me with the AFKs and get them free AFK kills. I've done that. I mean, look, if you want to get some kills, that's the way to do it. Exactly. They got to work. They got to... figure out that aim, what better way to do it than somebody that's just standing there. And then just hope that nobody else had the same idea, mm-hmm. and that you're both not just like standing there like, oh, uh... Huh. Yeah. But anything else? Uh, nope. Nope. Um, well, I played a little Yakuza Ki- Kiwami. A little more, I should say. Okay. Um, I, I said it last week, I really, I'm really enjoying that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish the combat was better. Like, not super into the combat, it's not the worst combat I've ever seen. Um, having not played it, I would argue that the Quiet Man probably has worse combat. <laughs> but I don't know. Some there was um there's kind of this big sequence where you go to like a character's funeral, and then you shouldn't be at this character's funeral because uh, nobody there likes you. So you kind of have to run out of this place while every yakuza in Japan is trying to kill you. Okay. And, like, luckily none of them have guns for some reason. Everyone, the the best you get, there's a few people with, like, short swords and knives. So, well, I mean, Japan has, for a long time, had very strict gun laws, so. This is true. Um, But, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, those fights are, are fairly easy. Like, there's just a lot of them, so it's a little tedious, but none of them are, are hard. Um, At a certain, near the end of it, though, there's kind of, like, a boss fight you have to do. And that boss fight fucking sucks. Just, the game doesn't really explain to you, like, it, it, you have four different fighting styles, which I think I mentioned last week, 
But the game doesn't really tell you that, like, some enemies won't be affected at all by certain things, like certain fighting style. <laughs> and it was one of those where I was trying different styles against this guy, but he literally went through phases. So it was hard to tell which fighting style would actually make a dent on him. And it just, it just drug on and on because he had two full health bars, kind of like an old school, like, beat em up does. Right. And, like, by the end of that fight, like, I, I was literally just done with the game at that point. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to play anymore today. Like, that fight took 20 minutes. That was too long for this to go on. And a lot of that was me just not knowing how to actually attack him because every time I attacked him, he would just kind of, like, grab me by the face and toss me away. Mm. Like, it was just... I mean, it's a, it's a 10-year-old game at this point. Well, True. 12, 13-year-old game. Just, be, just because they rebuilt it on the new engine doesn't mean they necessarily, like, change the mechanics much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do give it a little leeway there. But it's one of those, like, man, like, they sh- if either they should have fixed the fighting a little bit, or if they did fix the fighting a little bit, they should have maybe fixed it just a little bit more. But at least the story is compelling enough that I'm going to keep going. That's good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to do a whole lot, especially with work this week. Like, I've been getting home super late all week. Um, but I know, uh, I, we did watch Walking. Okay. Which, the only reason I bring that up is because this is the first post Rick episode where it is six years after he disappears. Right. Um, and I don't know that the show is going to be able to redeem itself for the last, like, two seasons, but I think if they manage to, like, it's going to be them keeping the kind of pace that they're going right now. Because the episode was... It was more intriguing than a Walking Dead episode has been in a long time. Well, that's good. Yeah, like, between... So, I'm trying to think of, the, of how I can say stuff without spoiling anything, just because it is only a few days old. So, like, the, the Judith character seems interesting. Okay. And all of the characters that you've you've become accustomed to, like your Daryls, your Carols, your, um, your Michonnes, mm-hmm. they're all very different than they were in the previous episode so like daryl appears to be living in the woods by himself interesting um michonne seems to be in charge and a bit more of a hard ass than she had been before um meanwhile carol has gone like full like sociopath if you fuck with her like she was already kind of scary when like shit went down um but some guys mug her like so this is a spoiler for the episode um some guys mug her and, like, this kid who she's basically, like, adopted as her son for the last, like, seven years. Because, like, she was taking care of him before the first time jump at the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. And she still is in this one. So he's, like, he's in the late teens at this point. He's got to be, like, 17 or 18, probably. Um, And he, th- these guys that, like, jump them, um, they don't hurt him bad, but they kind of, like, hit him and throw him on the ground and stuff like that. So literally that night, Carol tracks them down while they're sleeping, douses them in gasoline, and burns them all alive. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, 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 like, leader of the group is begging her to, to, like, spare them and to, like, that they'll just go away and she'll, she'll never see them again. And she proceeds to just light the lighter and drop it on the trail of gasoline, and they all just light on fire and burn to death. She didn't even walk around and, like, murder them all first so that, like, they wouldn't come back. She just let them all burn. And, like, that shit is harsh. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think without without having, like... Not that Andrew Lincoln was great as Rick, but I think without having Rick around, the show is going to reinvent itself in ways mm-hmm. because it's going to be forced to focus in on characters more than it had before. Yeah. And, like, that's a good thing. 
Because even like even Eugene, did you watch it far enough to see Eugene? Uh, I believe maybe he, he was the guy with the mullet. Yes. Um. Even he's kind of he is still awkward, but he's way more badass now. Okay. Like in that in the beginning of that episode, like some walkers come out and he's in the group, and he's the one to like pull out like a fucking machete and go like knife all of them in the head. Whereas the episode before, he would have been the one standing behind everybody else, waiting for them to knife them in. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they also, they're introducing the Whispers, which I don't know if you've ever heard me talk to Richie about that. They're the, um, they were like the most recent threat in the comics. Okay. Um, they were, I guess you call them Nomad, but what they did was they, they cut the skin off of walkers and wore them as suits. Okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so that they would both blend in with the walkers so that people wouldn't realize they were there, but also the walkers wouldn't attack them because they just smelled like them. Right. Um, and they're called whispers because when they're first introduced, um, a person they attack is um, get like gets out alive and is telling them like I heard them whispering and they they were using weapons. So like at first they legit think that it's walkers evolving, right? And then right. you find out that it's really just these fucking so- psychopaths wearing skin suits. So if done right, they're going to be an interesting villain. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because like in the comics, the leader just murders a bunch of people to prove a point. Like kind of like Negan did. But worse, in a way. Okay. Like, Negan just... In the comics, anyway, Negan just kills Glenn. Like, and it's one of those, your people killed a whole bunch of my people, I am going to kill one of your people. Like, it's not okay, but in that world, it's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady, literally, they walk across her, like, property line, essentially. And, like, Rick then goes to, like, basically, like, make terms, like, make peace with her. Of, like, look, we didn't know. Like, you guys stay here, we'll stay there. Like, and she in the process goes and abducts like a dozen people from Alexandria and cuts all their heads off and puts them on pikes on the path that Rick has to take to get back to Alexandria. Damn. So like, the, the one issue just ends with a bunch of pop, like prominent characters with their heads on pikes. So if done right, like that could be fucking interesting. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have anything else. We played Overcooked. Oh, yeah, we were playing Overcooked. Was that Overcooked. the first time you had played Overcooked? That was the first time, yeah. What did you think? I liked it. It, yeah. it was a fun game. Um, I definitely think some levels would be better with more people. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. levels would probably just be way too much with more people. Uh, yeah. And it's a weird thing because it's like it doesn't change any sort of the balance depending how many people you have. Yeah, and I'm curious to I'm curious what the game would be like by yourself. Because you can play by yourself. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have that one level, um, it's one of, like, the, I want to say it's one of the spacey levels where you had to stand on a block to let me through a door and I had to stand on one to let you through the door. Right. Fuck. And, the, how would that one even be possible with only one person? Yeah. And I know you can platinum that game with just one person. Or 100% because I don't think there was a platinum. No, I don't remember if there, I don't think there is. I but. have heard people play that game solo. So, like, I know it's possible. I just don't know how you would do that one. You can play two characters on one controller. Oh, I wonder if that's how you have to do it. It's possible. That would suck. Because I forget how the dashing works on that control scheme, but it just winds up being the analog stick and the shoulder buttons. Yeah, kind of like that game Brothers. Right. Which, honestly, like, you can get used to that after a while. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't know, you wouldn't be able to have two characters probably both working at the same time. Unless, like, you literally had them doing the exact same thing, they pick up an ingredient, they take it over, they chop it, they take it to a pot. That, it's a little more could... hectic of a game than I'm sure Brothers was. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think I don't think one person would have the 
ambidextrous, ambidextrous, I don't know. Ambidexterity? Yeah, there you go. To be able to do two, two different things like that. No, at the it's same very time. hard. <laughs> but some of those later levels, you, three or four people would probably make, make those later levels way easier to do. Mm-hmm. Especially like, like the one I just mentioned, the one where you have to stand on like the block. Having somebody that just stands on the block while you run back and forth make things easier. And there, mm-hmm. there were a few other levels like that where us having to run as much as we did would have yeah. been easier if we could have just sort of thrown stuff into a room and let somebody else pick them up and chop them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I mean, like, neat. we went most of the way through the game. Yeah. Like, I think we had maybe, what, like six or seven levels uh, to go? Something like that. Um, we, we played Jackbox, too. Not yeah. that that was new. No. But I like that murder, murder trivia party. Yeah. That's a fun one. I like trivia. I do too. I sometimes feel bad playing trivia with people. <laughs> so I don't. It's a shame because like a lot of times, like I'll see those things and I'm like, oh, I know this answer, and then I'll second guess myself and I'll pick the thing that I'll pick the thing that like my second guess because it'll be like, oh, yeah, no, the answer is definitely two. It's like, oh no, maybe the answer is four. Yeah, I'm gonna pick four, and it's like, no, it was fucking two. And yeah. Then I, then I die. Because that's that's the downside too. Like that the way that that game does it, where you go to like that death challenge afterwards. Mm-hmm. Those things are hard to win. Yeah, like they they are more chance than anything. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably it though. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it was a light week. Next week will probably be light too because it's Thanksgiving. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't expect there to be much news between now and like next Tuesday, Wednesday. No. Um, I know some games are coming out there. Like I know Battlefield just came out or it's just coming out or something. So who knows? Maybe stuff happens, gets announced. Uh, Game Awards is in a couple of weeks, though. Yeah, so um, voting is up for that? Or yeah, they announced all the Game of the Year things, which I probably should have included here. Yeah, we can talk about it next week. I know, like, Sybil's up. Or not Sybil, Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. Um, God of War, Red Dead, Spider-Man. Yeah. All, all the games you you would expect to be in there. Um, yeah, that is the 7th or the 8th, I want to say. Okay. And then um, this Sunday... Erica and I are actually going to be up in New York going to Anime NYC. Okay. Um, which I haven't been to an anime convention since 2011, I think. I think that was the last Otakon I went to. And Erica has never been the one. So it'll be interesting. Um, those are different than comic cons and game sure shows and stuff like that. So not necessarily in a bad way. Just they're different. Yeah. Um, I know Papa's going to be there, though. So we'll probably find him at the oh, any, nice. any booth and say hi, catch up a little bit. Um, but yeah, th- that'll be something next week that I'll end up talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And yeah, PAX Unplugged coming up. Two oh week- God, yeah, that's in two fucking, weeks. Or, yeah, two I, weekends from... Yeah. I should have brought the, the pass. Ah, <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll get it by that point. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure you have it prior to the the show. Um, just in case, like, we don't all get there at the same time. Yeah. Cause did Sarah take off Friday? Okay, so she'll actually do all three days. Mm-hmm. So no, Erica did too. So I, I thought maybe I, I vaguely remember you saying early on that like she wasn't sure if she was going to yeah, take off. And... I'm pretty sure she took the whole day off though. Cool, cool. Well, yeah. Um, that'll do it for this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with something. I'm sure. Walnut will probably be back if he's done pooping. Um, in the meantime, if you want to find some more of our shows, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can help us out by supporting us over at patreon.com slash one quest. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify. 
Um, actually, I think Google Play Music is now Google Podcasts. Oh, uh, yeah, Google Podcasts. Um, you can also just use your favorite app. I like Podcast Addict. You yeah. should download Podcast Addict. Yeah. Um, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash onequestonline. We are at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. And you can send us emails to social at one-quest.com. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And I would keep an eye on the Instagram at one underscore quest um, on Sunday for pictures from Anime NYC. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we'll be back next week with some more stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.